0: Welcome to Economic Development Secrets, where economic developers from across the country spill their secrets to our host, Nicole
1: D'Souza. You'll hear firsthand accounts from economic developers in the trenches, from what works to what doesn't work, how deals come together, or how deals go bad. You'll hear everyone's economic development secrets.
0: Welcome to Economic Development Secrets. This month's special guest is Courtney Pogue, Director of Economic Development for the City of Dallas. Today, Courtney shares how they use market value analysis as a baseline to shape economic development policy, and he also discusses their PACE program, which was recognized by the International Economic Development Council with the Silver Excellence in Economic Development Award. Let's jump right in to Courtney's Economic Development Secrets. Hi, Courtney. Thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Well, thank you. Definitely a pleasure to be here with you.
0: Wonderful. Well, can you start out by telling the audience a little bit about yourself, please?
1: Well, I'm Courtney Pogue. I'm currently the Director of Economic Development for the City of Dallas. I've been in a row for approximately one year, and we're the ninth largest city in the United States, and I oversee a staff of roughly about 40 people and my budget is about nine million dollars as far as operational budget but we oversee a number of incentives here ranging from tax increment financing to eb-5 to new markets tax credits to our section 108 loan program various tax abatements and also a uh, chapter 380 grant money as it relates to economic development Um, Prior to coming to Dallas, I worked in Georgia, Clayton County, for about two years. I was the director of economic development there. And under my watch, we fostered roughly about $200 million of investment and saw the creation of roughly about 3,000 jobs uh, utilizing various economic development tools within the state of Georgia and then within Clayton County, Georgia also. And before my role in Clayton County, I worked in Cook County, Illinois, uh, second largest county country as the deputy director of economic development and oversaw roughly um, 128 cities or municipalities in cook county a lot of people don't know that but there are 128 municipalities and um oversaw a number of programs relating uh, pertaining to the 108 program uh, roughly about 15 or tax classifications for property tax uh, from class 6b to class 7 a seven B seven C class eight, and also uh, some class Ls, but pretty much the entire gamut as it relates to uh, various tax incentives to fall street canal development. Also oversaw a thirty million dollar loan program um, for the C- Cook County, Illinois, uh, which we provided capital to the city of Chicago and some of the other cities that make up Cook County. And graduated um, Notre Dame my master's in business administration, and prior to that, I'm um, Howard University in Washington, D.C. I um, also have been an entrepreneur over a number of years, about 10 years at my own company, uh, where I work with developers and structuring deals and doing all the analysis and deal structuring, deal packaging, and negotiating incentives for developers um, TV Chicago and other municipalities around the region of Chicagoland.
0: Wonderful. Thank you so much for that. Well, now that we all know a little bit about you and your background, can you tell us, I'm sure everyone has heard of Dallas, um, a little difficult to miss, but can you tell us a little bit more about your community?
1: Sure. Well, we're ninth largest city in the country, roughly population population about 1.3 million people. Um, The total workforce here is about 700,000 people and growing. Uh, we're one of the fastest growing regions of the country. Uh, 400 people per day move to Dallas. Uh, so, roughly about 120,000 people come to the region. Um, we're seeing a high or a lot of those people come into the tech sector, and we're seeing a lot of uh, development taking place downtown, supporting uh, technology workers, uh, bank, banking, finance, insurance, real estate. Um, some of your uh, more um, Generational businesses, but we're definitely seeing a lot of growth throughout the uh, the city of Dallas. And a lot of people realize that we're the second most diverse economy in the country uh, behind Chicago, but uh, that gives us our strength in the city to help promote the city. So we're seeing uh, definitely a lot of um, expansion in different sectors from manufacturing to logistics, um, also e commerce. So we're definitely seeing a lot of growth throughout the city right now.
0: Wonderful. Let's just jump right in. Can you tell us about how you use market value analysis as a baseline to shape your economic development policy?
1: Sure. In 2017 or um, earlier last year, we started the process of uh, looking at our overall toolbox as it relates to planning out uh, for both housing and economic development. Uh, utilize the the market value analysis tool, uh, which comes from the reinvestment fund. So we procured them to come in and actually do the market value analysis as it relates to housing for the city. Um, they released their report earlier this year, um, back in um, January 2018. Uh, city Council uh, utilized or reviewed that data that came from the report, and that was basically got baseline for creating our housing policy, uh, which was approved back in May. And now we're working through our economic development policy uh, utilizing the same tool, the market value analysis, uh, which looks at at various strong markets, middle markets, and some weak markets throughout the city. And we're gonna focus our efforts and resources in those various areas throughout the city. Uh, We have named a number of areas, about 15 areas, Um, Those areas are qualified based upon reinvestment areas, um, emerging markets, and stabilization areas. So, we're going to build around our toolbox to make sure we're deploying our resources as it relates to economic development um, to help foster or catalyze um, various projects, and both large and small projects within those areas.
0: Very neat. So, how does the market value analysis correlate with your strategic plan?
1: Well, we're gonna look at it. Uh, We haven't drafted our strategic plan. We're actually in a process uh, working with our consultant, uh, Magillow Economics. Um, They actually started back in um, July, going through our plan and hope we have a plan done in um, first quarter of 2019. Uh, But in order to really have a a plan that uh, our stakeholders and our council members um, will support, uh, we're looking at utilizing the market value analysis to bring a, bring a guideline or base uh, tool, baseline tool to kind of shape out our policies, uh, measure relates to economic development. Uh, we have a number of policies here, um, both from our tools and also from programming standpoint, uh, from our TIFF policy or tax increment financing. And then there's the 380 policy, or which we call currently our uh, public private partnership policy. Um, And, of course, there's looking at how to best shape these tools and make sure they adhere to the guidelines or the various markets as it relates to the market value analysis. So, of course, we look at ways we can employ more resources to our weaker markets throughout the city, uh, look at ways to utilize some of our tools in the middle markets and how we can help keep those strong markets strong going forward.
0: Wonderful. Well, can you talk a little bit about um, how your organization is formulating the strategic plan? Sure.
1: Uh, right now we're going to a um, it's really a four-phase process. So phase one is really um, engaging the community, uh, engaging our stakeholders, um, forming the st- steering committee, uh, which is made of roughly about 35 people. Um, they're kind of re- pretty much are guiding the overall Plan as being shaped. Um, the plan cannot move forward unless really the steering committee feels comfortable in moving the, the plan forward. So currently we're in phase two of the plan, uh, really a four part process. Uh, phase two entails the market assessment, uh, which we look at our targeted industries, we'll look at our uh, strong markets throughout the city, uh, utilize the MBA, or also we'll look at um, our industry sectors in which we're both strongest at, um, and look at a SWOT analysis to make sure um, what our strengths as relates to as a city, uh, what are some of our weaknesses, and where we see the opportunities as far as different sectors, and also look at our com- competitors as far as any threats in which um, we're not being competitive with our peers around the country. So we are, our consultant is putting together a competitive set for us to look at.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. Well, and then switching gears a bit, can you tell us a bit about your PACE program?
1: Sure. The Property um, Assess Clean Energy Program, uh, which be just won, I think, four awards over the past um, few years, uh, basically takes the energy savings um, and finances and monetizes those savings, which are then utilized to repay a loan, which is then from our capital providers um, throughout the country. And that is basically comes with like a mezzanine capital stack, mezzanine loan to the capital stack um, to kind of help um, more or less finance various projects throughout the city. So uh, just last month, uh, we received an award from uh, the International Economic Development Council um, for the PACE program for the rehab of the um, Butler Brothers building here in Dallas. Uh, We also received three other local awards for the same project. So um, it's a very successful project, and we actually just did one of our largest projects here in Dallas. It's the rehab of the Drever Building, uh, 1401 Elm here in Dallas, and uh, they're utilizing the PACE program to help do that project. The overall total project cost is $430 million uh, for the Drever Building.
0: Very neat. And congratulations on winning thank the you. Silver Excellence in Economic Development Award at IEDC. That is a big deal.
1: Thank you, thank you.
0: Well, um, can you tell us a little bit about how your team continually um, develops Downtown Dallas?
1: Sure, we're looking at a various toolbox. Um, really over the past um, 10 to 15 years, the redevelopment of downtown Dallas has been utilizing the TIF program or tax increment financing program uh, to help foster economic development. Um, a number of buildings um, have utilized um, TIF proceeds to jumpstart their rehab projects. Um, just for example, um, the Statler Building or Statler Hotel, uh, historic hotels are vacant for a number of years. City um, so made investment for roughly about fifty million dollars, and the overall project itself is two hundred and fifty million dollars. So um, that helped catalyze or stimulate development around it. Uh, there's been a number of apartment developments uh, taking place over the past ten to fifteen years, in which we're seeing um, almost five thousand units, if not more, um, housing uh, being developed downtown versus what was there before, which is almost non-existent. So We've definitely seen a lot of residential growth downtown. We've seen a lot of commercial development take place downtown. We're seeing our main commercial corridor being Main Street being revitalized with with shops and restaurants and retail and also hotel development. So there's a strong development taking place downtown. Our next goal is to look at the southern sector of Dallas. You utilize the same tools uh, with a combination of the TIF program, a combination of our 380 program market tax credits, and I also utilize our HUD 108 Section 108 program to help foster economic development in the southern portion of the city. So, we're going to look at really utilizing the MBA to help us guide um, us making those investments in the city. Uh, that would be the, the main tool as far as where should we pinpoint our resources, both from an economic development standpoint and from a housing standpoint.
0: Well, when you're working on recruitment, what methods do you go through in order to find leads and find prospects?
1: Sure. I think one of the ways which uh, we're doing now is really engaging the site-selecting community. So be involved with the Site Selectors Guild and uh, attending various conferences, but also work with our local real estate brokerage community on the commercial side of the equation to make sure they are aware and having various meetings with them. We've been engaging them over the past year and also making sure we're involved in a number of trade associations from ICSC, the International Council of Shopping Centers, to uh, SIOR, Society of Industrial and Office Realtors, to NAOP, the National Association of Industrial and Office Professionals, and uh, CCIM, um, the Certified Commercial Investment Members. Um, there's really a certification, but also there's number of members um, who are involved in commercial real estate uh, participating in these various sectors. Um, then also being involved with the in that North Texas Commercial Association of Realtors. So it's really really getting the message out and being involved with our partners around the region, but also our partners on the na- national level, but really telling our story um, as far as engaging that community, but also make sure that we're reaching out to them in some capacity in marketing or sponsoring events, but also just telling our story on a more succinct basis going forward.
0: Great, and well, with such a large, diverse community, I would assume that you have quite a few partners, um, economic development partners. Can you discuss who some of those vital organizations are?
1: Sure. Uh, One of the main organizations that we work um, pretty much hand-in-hand with is the uh, Dallas Regional Chamber. Um, They're out there almost every day promoting the region, Uh, but um, Dallas is the main driver of the region. So uh, we work hand-in-hand and work with various companies or realtors or uh, corporate relocation specialists to make sure that they're aware um, of promoting Dallas. The city and the region. So, uh, then of course we have our regional partners that come to the table from uh, TREK, the Real Estate uh, Council. It's definitely a member at the table. Of course ULI. So, pretty much the same partners you would see in some areas, but we do have some specialized partners from our chamber, but also TREK, uh, which is mainly uh made up of uh, roughly about a thousand real estate professionals and the Dallas Metroplex area. So um, those are very key partners. And of course, you have our internal partners, which would be our housing department and planning urban design and our permitting department. So all those are our key partners in promoting city, um, pretty much you name it. It's really key that we have a partnership in promoting economic development. It can't be silo. It doesn't work that way. And so we make sure we have these various partners at the table as we go out and market the city, both internally and externally.
0: Well, Courtney, I have a few wrap-up questions for you. Sure. The first is, what is your biggest economic development secret to success for other economic developers out there listening?
1: Well, I think the secret to success is really to have a diversified diversified platform, Um, really understanding how to put a deal together. Understanding all the tools, um, that's pretty much where I learned uh, my background over the years and um, being successful and probably fostering roughly about three and a half billion dollars of investment over the past 15, 20 years is really having a good understanding of how to put a transaction together as it relates to real estate, as it relates to small business, as it relates to providing capital for companies, both large and small. Um, and understanding the toolboxes or so tools that are out there, uh, that kind of make up the toolbox. Um, that's been my key success over the past uh, 15 to 20 years to make sure that I understood how 108 work or how 108 program and small business loans and grants and tips and uh, new market tax credits and pays. So it kind of all comes together. And these are very important tools to be a successful economic developer. I think um, economic developers going forward, I mean, workforce is definitely key, and you have to understand how all these things are kind of you know, related and um, how to best maximize these various programs to be very successful as an economic developer.
0: Wonderful. Well, and perhaps this would be a very similar answer, or maybe it's different, but what advice do you have for a young economic developer who is relatively early in his or her career?
1: Uh, my advice will really have that person go out and get um, the various certifications that make up our profession um, from IADC, uh, getting the certified economic, economic developer certification, um, you know, I'm a CECD, I've uh, been one for roughly about 10 years, and uh, before that, I was with the National Development Council and received their, um, both their Economic Development finance, finance Professional Certification and their Housing Development Finance Professional Certification, and from there, I'm a CCIM, so I understand commercial real estate, um, been roughly a 15 years since I've been certified and I have licenses in three states, both Illinois, Georgia and Texas, as far as being a real estate broker. Um, it's really about getting the certifications and licenses to really understand the profession. And uh, I think the CECD from IADC, the International Economic, Economic Development Council, is very critical to really understanding um, how our profession works and how to best understand all the various programs which come together to make up kind of development.
0: Perfect. Well, and lastly, what is your favorite hobby?
1: Oh, Right now, I'm getting into race car driving. Don't let my insurance people know that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very neat, oh my goodness, that is so cool. I have not heard that one before.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, I've a few courses and um, Out and you know, get my license as far as looking at ways to take on the hobby. It's very focused, very takes a lot of concentration, but it's definitely a way to relax. And some people say it's not relaxing, but it is. You kind of you (laughs) have to focus to, you know, figure out the best way to get around a corner and you know keep pace with your opponent and actually pass your opponent. So it's that's one of the ways I try to relax.
0: Very cool. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds very interesting and relaxing. So very neat. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. Well, Courtney, thank you so much for joining me today on this podcast episode. Um, I learned so much from you and I know that the audience will learn a lot as well and I just really appreciate it.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Economic Development Secrets is brought to you by Impact Dashboard, the only impact software built for economic developers. For more information on this podcast or to listen to past episodes, check out www.impactdatasource.com.